Welcome to another episode of the CodeCast podcast by the Austin Code Department, where we talk about everything code-related. In this episode, we sat down with Inspector Kendrick Barnett to talk about a code case that had a major impact on him. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi, this is Kendrick Barnett, and this is my story as a code inspector. Well, my case that's dear to my heart was it's an ongoing case. For those that don't know what hoarding is, it's just a collection of items that people seem and cherish to be sentimental to them, and they start collecting a lot of it. And before you know it, over time, their houses, their garages, their backyards are engulfed with stuff. What we look at as junk, they look at as their belongings. And in this situation, I got called out due to the items left at the curb. So I went out to the property. It's one of my my second case. My first week out of academy, and it was the second case. So I was excited. I was like, "Cool, I got a I got a hoarder case. I've heard all these stories about them. I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna tackle this task, but I'm gonna get it done." And I get into the man, and I look at the case history. The case had been served and noticed a violation before before I got there but the owner had paid the fine so I was like cool this is gonna be an open and shut case but I'm gonna go out here I'm gonna talk to the owner like hey clean up the area I'll come back in seven days take clean up pictures Woo. it was bad I pulled up in my truck radioed it I was at the location the radio dispatch I was at the location I got out and I was blown away with what I saw. This property had a, instead of a garage door, it had a tarp, a brown tarp, and it was being bulged out. So it was like, stuff was like pushing out of it like it was growing. So I was a little concerned about that. But then, as I go further up the property, I see like, refrigerator, Microwave, baby bike, car seats, bags of trash, plants. Then I see, as I move to the side more, I see cycling bag, cans, cycling bag, cans, cycling bag, cans. And it was about 15 bags just piled up on the side of the house. So I'm like, oh God. So I go to the neighbor, because the neighbor, let call the stand so she let me onto her property and I'm like okay what am I going to prepare for and she goes on and on about this has been going on for five years and the owner doesn't do anything so I got to hear her complain about the situation well I thought she was just complaining once I got to the backyard it looked like a junkyard it was household trash recycling trash just Items that people had just thrown in the back from the house to the bed. Instead of just throwing it away, they just used their backyard as a landfill. It mattresses back there, box springs back there. Oh man, barbecue grills that were broken down back there. Car tires back there. It just looked like a Zika field heaven for Zika to be breeding back there because of all the items back there. Luckily, it hadn't rained, so there was nothing going on. But to top it off, it was a dog, people who had just had a litter. 
and these puppies were back there walling around in their feces, just walking around in it because people just don't, they didn't believe in picking up the dog feces. So the dogs were just dingy and dirty. So I knew that animal control was gonna come out and rescue these dogs or SPCA or whoever comes out to rescue these dogs from this location was gonna need to be. And that was the least of my concerns. As I made my way back to the front of the property, I noticed like a like a couch or a chair in the front, but I couldn't see it because the grass was of course over 36 inches high. So imagine a chair with grass growing right up to the back of it and you can't tell. Then I move around some more to the side of the house and there's a hammock. And you know as a hammock, hammocks hang low between two trees. Well, I saw the this hammock and I saw the string here and the string here but it was no hammock in the middle because the grass had grown over the hammock and I was like oh this is bad this is really bad so I'm taking my pictures taking my pictures getting everything ready and then I was out there so long taking pictures getting evidence for the case that the tenant that lived there came out and he indicated to me that Cody had been here before why y'all keep harassing us? We paid the fine. I was here, just, just give me more time. We're gonna get it cleaned out, give me more time. And I had to ask him to calm down because he was very hostile towards me. And I let him know that he was naming the previous code officer that worked with him and how, how uh, in his eyes he was unprofessional by having to post on his property. He was very upset because neighbors saw the posting and. He felt like Cole was picking on him, on him. And I was here to do the same thing. And I had to educate him and say, so I'm not here to be your enemy. I'm here to be your, I'm here to be your friend. I'm here to enforce the ordinance, which is what we do. Also let you know where you are in violation. And also how can we help you? So I was out there at least a good hour and talking to him and explaining to him what can he do. And he gave me the backstory of his grandmother was a hoarder, his mother picked up the hoarding and now his mother left the house to him and his sister and they have to clean it up. And I'm just like, I felt bad, you know, and I was just like, oh man, what are we gonna do? So I reached out to Tasha and she gave me the information that we needed to get in this situation to get the resources that these people needed because they had obviously had a lot of mental issues and they needed just resources to help them alleviate all this stress with the stuff. So in the process of all that, my phone rings and I answer it and it's a adult protective services case manager. And I happened to be at the address that she was looking for and she asked me what's going on. So I asked what was going on and she's like, well, we're looking into the father Who's supposed to be there so i asked the son is your dad here and he's like no he's not and i said okay thank you i got back to talking to the case manager she indicated that the father was checked in the hospital due to health issues and in the process of him being checked and his full body check they found maggots growing inside the father's live body and I literally was like, I couldn't believe it. So I asked her again, I was like, ma'am, you said what? And she said, yeah, the dad had live maggots growing inside of his, his stomach. And I was just like, ooh, 
Lord, what am I, what have I gotten myself into? Like, I was not expecting this. I was like, oh man. So I get on the phone and talking to her and they needed to find the father. The son explained to me that the father was living with the mother who was living in a new location. And I gave it to the case worker. And from there, I don't know what went on, but apparently the people that are living in this house, it's so bad that they are able to live in a house and have maggots in their body. So either he ate the maggots while he was there, or he had an open wound and the maggots started growing in there. But whatever it is inside, I knew inside that house that it was unsanitary conditions and dangerous because we just don't as a human have maggots growing in our body. So fast forward, the case now is in administrative hearing and we're in the process of helping abate this property, getting the 1-800 junk, getting the hazmat team out there, getting AP, uh, SPCA out there to help this house and his family have a better living versus giving it the look like code is out there to enforce fines and write tickets. We're all we're here to help preserve the city. We're here to help make the citizens have the communities clean and presentable and everybody live happy ever after. That's what we're here for. As far as a resolution to this case, the idea would be the happy ending, you know, the family to get together and live in a nice clean house. And that is doable with the resources that we have and the resources that the city can provide, we'll be able to get 1-800 junk or whatever large companies that we use to remove the junk and then maybe be able to get the tenants like counseling because ordering is a is serious, it's a problem that's, that faces the United States. And, Getting those people the help that they need with the resources that were available, the ending will be great. You know, I would like to come back and see the house in repair and have everything just cleaned up. You know, because the house is a great house. It's a nice, it's a nice corner lot house, and it's beautiful. It's a big, huge backyard, and I can tell it's been in a family because the mother handed it to the daughter, and the grandmother passed it to the mother. So this is a house that people, it has tradition, so them losing the house would be something that would be very sad, but if we can help them get it repaired and we can help them fix the house, that would be a, that would be my idea of a, of a great story, great ending to the story. And also, if they're having health issues, make sure that they get the resources to make sure they know how to take care of themselves, because the last thing we want is anything that bad to happen to anyone that especially in the case that we've been involved in because it becomes personal and it's already personal but it, it becomes emotional then because you know and you'll ask yourself man what else could I have done to make this situation better because that's what our job is here for it's just not to only enforce the ordinance it's to help the city it's to help the community it's to help the citizens it's to let people know that we are here to help them versus as the pictures get painted, we're the bad guys because we really are not the bad guys. Hi, this is Kendrick Barnett, and this is my story as a code inspector. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Codecast podcast by the Austin Code Department. 
Make sure to follow us on our social media channels and visit our website, austintexas.gov slash code.